Market your brand and personalize your message. Brand Squad opens doors to new ideas, helping to grow your business with smarter marketing. Thousands of promotional items, thousands of ideas. Turn prospects into customers with Brand Squad's memorable promotional products. Simple marketing, effective results. We do the thinking, you do the winning. Brand Squad, on point with your promotional products. All right, we're... Are we live? Yeah. Does it say we're live? It says streaming, and it's counting down, so yes. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Tiki Hut Studios. I'm Ken Rose, your lovely co-host with Minuteman Press, and the part, my partner in crime all the way to the right, I'll let him give his own introduction because he always has a lot to say. Hey, 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 everybody. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to Joe Knows the Podcast with Ken and Lisa Rose, and today we have a special guest star, yes. uh, Mandy Deal. Uh, Man- Mandy, I should know the name of your business, but it changed recently, and I'm getting a hard time remembering it. Joe. But I remember you. You're unforgettable. Uh, oh, yeah. That's, thanks. You just made up for that. <laughs> uh, Mandy Deal with Doma Title, formerly North American Title, Joe. Oh, formerly. See, I knew the formerly North yes. American, but I didn't want to bring it up. But since she said it, it's okay. Now it's Doma. Right. So what does Doma you. stand for? So Doma is a Latin version of domain. Oh, yeah. oh I like so it. Domain. Oh. So it's like you're going to conquer the domain is that yeah. it or i tell you we got some really cool things or do we need to call <laughs> GoDaddy to schedule an appointment? or no, domicile domicile oh that too but let's don't call GoDaddy. i'm good or dominant i'm good dominant in the market yeah speaking of GoDaddy, we're back to the what's up with that I, well <laughs> you know what let's, let's let our producer introduce herself and she maybe she oh, can I'm figure sorry. out why she's in that <laughs> Hey everybody, I'm Lisa Rose with Brand Squad. Good to be here. Hi, is it, <laughs> this is the first time we have a couple of ladies on the show at once. That's pretty good. That's right. That's hey, right. um, as you can see, Lisa's well, not outnumbered. <laughs> <laughs> I got her back. Well, as you can see, everyone, uh, because Lisa is our producer, she's stuck in the office today. <laughs> but as but always, lovely Mandy Deal, Joe, and I, we are down in Hillsboro. <laughs> Uh, and behind us is the most expensive home in the Palm Beach area. This is Playa Vista Isle. Wow. And it was just on the market for just $159 million. Ooh, baby. About $159,900,000 more than yeah. I can afford. I'll take two of them. But do we this, know who used to own this. That's, that's we do not. All I know is it's called Playa Vista Isle. So anybody that speaks Spanish or Portuguese or Latin probably knows what that means. Okay, so I was, it's, it's a small house. It's sixty thousand yeah, yeah. square feet, yeah, eleven good. bedrooms, twenty-two bathrooms. So you know, obviously, <laughs> we have the. This is the same angle that you're looking yes. at behind us. I, I was telling Lisa before. I can see just on this side of the house, one, two, three, four, five and five <laughs> swimming pools. Don't know what's on the oh. other side of the house. There are 13 water features, <laughs> yes. 13 of them. 13 water features. Uh, let's go to the bathroom.
of yeah, Florida. Uh, his speedo there. You know, that, Joe I could wear his speedo, speedo and nobody there, would see him. Mostly because I would be all alone. And it's amazing. Whenever I wear my speedo, I find myself all alone. What's up with that? Even Miss Pat no, doesn't is, stick around for that. It is early in the morning, Joe. It is a little early. I think, I think it's a blinding sight, I guess. You're like, oh, God, I'm turning to stone. You know? Oh, no. But, uh, but it says here that, um, what does it say? It's. It has gilded 24 karat gold leaf gilding throughout. Oh, wow. Because you have nothing else to do with your money. Let's let's sure. let's buy some gold and put it on the wall. Because you need gold leaf on that toilet flush. Sure the bathrooms are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They are. Yeah. Pristine. Probably yeah. bigger than my master bedroom. They got televisions, oh, TVs. Bigger than my main bedroom. Oh, oh. My owner's oh, I- In the house you know what? Now. <laughs> I know. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hold on, anyway. I'm out of here. <laughs> Have you met the flockers? <laughs> even, even more importantly, some of you may or may not know. Um, you know, you know, the past couple of years, you you had to keep a six foot distance from people. Uh, and believe it or not, there is less than a six foot difference. Between four realtors in this room. That's right. That's because right. because in order to live within South Lake County, you must be a realtor. That's right. Even if you don't sell real estate, it's part of the initiation. Every 1.5 people in Lake County is a realtor. That's, That's just true. the way it works. More lately. Too. Now so, I do. I will tell you the number from two years ago at the beginning of the pandemic. It's gotten worse since. For there was one realtor for every nine people in the state of Florida over the age of 21. And that <laughs> now, was pre-pandemic. Now, now <laughs> each person has their own personal realtor. That's right. Just like every One in three. You know. That's right. Uh, That's right. It's crazy. It is crazy. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. But us four are the best, so. Well, so far. We have like 170 years experience between us if we had it all up. And no listing. Oh, and by the way, Mandy, you can jump in any time in this That's disaster right. of a conversation. Well, I mean, I you guys were doing a great job, so. Well, um, you're a big well, well, you know, I can't, we got Joe here. I couldn't get any. I know. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll tell you, especially now, the amount of real estate agents is absurd. Um, I, I, I love them all, but there's so many. You know, everybody wants to make that quick dollar. So um, Joe was right, though. You know, we're all sitting in this room, and how many listings do you have? One. Joe? None. Lisa? None. And of course, and of course. <laughs> and I'm not even practicing real estate. <laughs> well, and I'm not either. So I don't either. I have my license. I've had it for several years. But there you go. You have two listings out of four people in this room that could possibly have one. So Look, here, and it comes down to, and I have a lot that are in the pipeline that I'm trying to find a, mm-hmm. a resident solution for the person. You know, so most of them I'm actually trying to find a house off the market so that I can put their house on the market. You know, which really is the best way to help a buyer today mm-hmm. is to, I mean, because, I mean, if you don't want to deal with the whole 30 offers and, you know, mm-hmm. all of this, and, and I won't bore you with my theory on 30 offers in two days, you know. Uh, <laughs> that's been your pro- your house is priced too low. Your house is priced way too low. I actually was talking to somebody yesterday that, uh, and, and he put it the best. He said, you know, there's a lot of realtors in the business today. And there's a lot of stupid in the business today. And I got a somebody showed me a contract that, and I swear to God, 
you know, when you have an as-is contract, what's the financing? You can have cash mm -hmm. and no financing contingency, and the buyer's going to pay cash. Mm -hmm. Or you can have financing, mm -hmm. and you can have conventional financing, FHA financing, VA, VA financing, mm -hmm. or other, which is generally USDA. This contract had all five boxes checked. Well, they were ready to go. <laughs> they had all, all five, their bases covered. All five boxes checked in the in the um in the interest rate section, 10%. 10%. Wow. I was like, this got I said, you know, you're upset at this realtor, you should be upset at the broker. Mm -hmm. I mean, at some point <laughs> This poor guy is coming to the business and nobody's taken five minutes to tell him <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> oh my God. And, but this is part of the struggle. Well, that's because right. everyone's so busy showing houses. Well, you know, yeah, so busy showing minutes. houses. I mean, they don't take the five well, minutes. Well, how about this? How about I make phone calls to real estate agents all the time and they don't have five minutes to talk to me? Why do you think that is? <laughs> well, yeah. well, well, that, that, that might that be, be a personal issue. thing. Oh, I see. Have so you, I just uh, stuck my own foot. Have you... <laughs> Have you questioned your brand of underarm view? <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right. Uh, here I, we I, go. I just checked it out. I'm okay. Well, we're going this off is the a rails. phone call. They can't smell her over the phone. <laughs> yeah. It, but Can you imagine if people could? Oh, man, it'd be over. Everyone's too busy all the time. So they're too busy for me. They're too busy for you. They're too busy for Lisa and Ken, too. That's right. Hey, um, how was this weekend for everybody? Oh. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa, what the hell did you do this weekend? What did we do? Uh, oh, come on. Friday, we, we had 70s night at the old. Oh, that right. was fun. That was How was fun. that, Lisa? That was fun. You was saw the fun? pictures, right? Was that really fun? Yeah. <laughs> it, what does that mean? Friday night was... Are there any consequences to Friday night, Lisa? No. <laughs> no. 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 Not at all. <laughs> Lisa had a little tint of blue all day uh, Saturday. You mean green. Or green. green. <laughs> that was rough. I didn't see Lisa till almost three o'clock. Right, right. She was looking rough. <laughs> what What was going on Saturday, Mandy? So Saturday, uh, the fabulous Flockers put on a charity kickball game with fire, EMS, and local police in mm -hmm. Lake County for the Greater Kilimanjaro Cancer Foundation for Oz for the Cause and Boxers too. But I saw all you guys there. We we had no idea what was going on. We were, we, we were slinging hot dogs. We yeah. were put in a corner like baby. Nobody came to take us out of the corner serving hot dogs. I checked on you guys a bunch on Saturday. You know, the truth is, they tried to get me to do other stuff. I'm like, I'm cooking hot dogs. Yeah. I signed up to cook hot dogs. That's what I'm doing. I know. And I ended up cooking burgers. Well, I know. We wore tutus and boas. <laughs> Yes. And, and no, when she says we, she means them. Oh, yeah. If we had Joe in a tutu. <laughs> no, not going to happen. <laughs> well, the, free, at least. <laughs> the firefighters and police looked adorable in their tutus. They, they were both. very hot. They were cute. I mean, it was really. You're stirring me up now. They were good sports. Right. Good thing you're sitting, Joe. Good thing you're sitting. <laughs> they were very good sports. Don't lean over to Mandy, please. <laughs> yeah. At Minuteman Press, we believe in building relationships treating people with respect, and we take real pride in helping people build their own brands. We create, we design, we print, and we promote. We laugh, we enjoy, we are friends and family. We are thankful, thankful for your trust and the opportunity to build with you. We are modern, we are knowledgeable, and we are inspired. We are growing. Contact your local Minuteman Press today to say hello and see how we can help your business.
Together, let's build our relationship. Five, five fifteen. She comes over to the table. She's like, "Hey, everybody, how you doing?" And I'm like, "Did you just smoke some meth? What's going on here?" I got, got my her second, second wind. wind. Uh -huh. Right. I got my second wind. I know what you did. You drank so much water that that alcohol reinitialized in your body, didn't I, it? I don't. I, listen, I have no idea. You know, that's why you're supposed to drink water when you get a hangover. Right. Because it'll it'll hydrate your body and the alcohol will go back to work. You, you'll Joe, feel good. you are so No, cool. it's true. Or, ju or, or just keep drinking. It's, 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 yeah. It's so why, cool no, it. it's true. It's, it's why Tell water... I, I correct oh a hangover. No. Have you I, ever heard that, Lisa? I've I've never no. had a hangover. I've just heard of. Oh my goodness! <laughs> the dog is what I've heard of. Yeah, me too. To keep See, drinking. that's worse though. I mean, you got to have water to. But it does help your stomach your if you have another drink. See, my, my <laughs> I just trick, didn't do it today. That's probably my problem. Like 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 people get sick all all the time from drinking, and 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 I've gotten sick. But my trick is I strip completely naked. I climb in the shower. I turn a shower on and go to sleep. <laughs> well, listen, since we're Lisa, on this. Lisa came one day. She's like, Ken, you're going to drown. I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm really? I have a tankless hot water heater. I'll never run out of hot water. Just let me sleep. Since we're on this subject, I just had this conversation the other day with my brother in Texas. And I said, has anyone tried to your home IVs? Like, people are now getting... They have services where they'll come to oh, your yeah. house and yeah, do I've an heard ID. Of that. I've never done. Yeah, it. I, I, of course it, I don't well, drink either. Anymore, but so. I don't know. But I know mobile pet to vet to my house is expensive, <laughs> so I don't know if I want an IV showing up at my house. Probably five hundred dollars. I'll just throw up. Thank you. <laughs> you know, there's actually uh, there's actually a local business, Doctor Vaughn. Yes. Uh, Doctor Vaughn. Uh, Precision, Precision Integrative Integrative Medicine. Medicine. Yes. He actually does uh, an IV. Uh, vitamin treatment, right. and I've I've met some people. I've I've talked to some people who actually had it, and they said, you know, the next day you feel absolutely amazing. Yeah, I've right. heard great things about some of his stuff that he does. Mm -hmm. And it makes sense because if you're getting an IV vitamin, it's probably a little higher quality than my uh, Walmart <laughs> right. brand men's over fifty one a day. <laughs> but but the bigger issue with um, Shauna and Dustin's business is. If you have a hangover the next morning, how are you even getting there? You're not. <laughs> you know? I mean, are you Ubering over there? Hey, I need an Uber. And, and you throw up in the back of the Uber and, you know, do you have them wait for you? <laughs> Look, Dr. Vaughn and Shauna are business people enough that if you paid for it, they'd do it. I'm sure they'd come to a house call. I, I know they would enough. come to my house. My house is always fun anyway. Doc, please, please, I'll pay an extra $700. Just get here. <laughs> Uh, Kim, Kim said he'll just throw Bring that ID, man. <laughs> catch me later. Catch me later. Uh, although, although, although I, I, I did learn, um, I was I was on a cruise, you know, I went on big boats and got seasick oh, yeah. for, the, for, for the first time because we were on the back end of a hurricane. And, you know, when you're sick in, in a stateroom, mm -hmm. it's like being in a casket. You know, you're tight and you're <laughs> there's nowhere to go. And I'm like, oh, God, I got to. And I finally break down to call the the infirmary, and and they they say, well, would you like a wheelchair? I'm like, yeah, send a wheelchair, <laughs> you know, because I was so afraid of how what? much how much is this going to cost on the ship for them to take care of me. So so, so at that point, I'm like, screw it, you know, it, it's been 24 hours or 30 hours. I'm sick in my cabin. I can't eat any food, and so they wheelchair me down. They 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 ask me to show my ass. They give me a shot in the ass. Uh, within an hour, I felt like a million dollars. They slipped the bill under the door, 
And I'm, I'm like, oh my God, what's this bill? 50 bucks. No way. $50. See, that's what I <laughs> suffered for a day and a half when I could have just spent 50 Over bucks. 50 bucks. Over 50 bucks. You know, I would have been so. more wow. afraid that in the pitching ship, the guy would have lost control out of run right into a wall. <laughs> well, well, at least no, if it would have knocked me out, I'd be okay. Yeah, you know? That's true. But yeah, 50, it, was, it was $50, and what it was a shot in the butt. I got a shot in my butt perfect. and broke my arm. That's terrible, want? though, because I went on a deep sea fishing trip. Oh, God, it's probably been 10 or 12 years. Man. Oh, 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 when oh, you're out there rough. miles oh, out. Oh. I was so sick. I took Dramamine, but it was a little too late for it. I just mm. stayed sick the whole time, didn't fish. I took a Dramamine. And, and that's those brutal. I was yeah, okay. Because yeah. you can't. But it's like you're going to die. You're where you go. Yeah, I thought <laughs> I was what, dying. The first, the first <laughs> Call the time, Coast Guard to yeah. come get you. The first time <laughs> I went on a cruise, I was deathly ill. Deathly ill from being seasick. And Whoa. I went and asked the doc to give me something. And the reaction was, Buck up, you're a Marine! <laughs> I was just about to say, weren't you in the Navy? Yes, no. Oh, no. oh. what? Oh, well, what? oh I... them's fighting words right there. No. <laughs> well, I mean, Joe, you, you didn't. Marines are usually didn't... on land, though. Yeah. Well, Joe didn't remember we, the name of the, the Navy. The Navy. Yeah, stuff. yeah. They're, oh. they're basically glorified ocean going cab yeah, but drivers. You, but listen, if you didn't have the Navy, you wouldn't be able to get there. Uh, we're going to no, be we getting letters. <laughs> See, we have our, our own airplanes. This we don't even trust quick. the Air Force. Let's just this real quick. Might have to separate these two. <laughs> what, well, you know, instead Can of a real aside, estate story, well, all respect so, to so both what's your services? drinking story? What's your worst <laughs> drinking story? Me? I know, I, I know you've had to have one. Oh, speaking of the cruise, um, I went on a cruise with my mom, my sister, my niece. We used to take these annual cruises and we were dancing. I think it was like a 70s night or something. <clears throat> we were dancing and I just like, oh, I just want one more. My sister's like, don't do it. You don't need <laughs> just one more. Next thing you know, she has to bring a chair out to the middle of the dance floor. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, she goes, I told you not to do it. How old were you? Oh, this was just a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't even a story from when you were like 16. No, no like it's... maybe five years ago. Luckily, there wasn't a I bar got... mitzvah going on. Otherwise, they would have picked you up on a chair <laughs> and danced you around for an hour and a half. Lisa, so, yeah. I, I have to say, I have great respect for you for being, I mean, let's face it. You are an adult. You're not a teenager. I didn't drink as a kid. And and I, uh, well, good. you know, let's face it. You've been an adult for a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to applaud you that that story was only a few years ago. <laughs> my worst drinking story yeah. was when I got married. Oh, really? My wife's cousins said there was a tradition. And so I'm a dummy. I'm like, oh, okay, let's do the tradition. They sat on my chair. I promised my wife I wouldn't drink or get high the night before the wedding because I had a reputation. And to uphold. Still do. <laughs> to you, uphold. Still do. Yeah, you still do. You still do. <laughs> For different reasons, though. <laughs> Her cousin sat on my chest and literally poured a bottle of Jack Daniels down my throat. Oh my God. <laughs> I do not believe this. Like, I do not believe she sat like four, on your chest. They said they literally, four of them, they sat on this. I'm a jarhead. It was the only one way to make that happen. Yeah. Hoiled my nose, right? <laughs> Even choking me. So you had to, when they do this, you go. <gasps> Introduce speedos into your, <laughs> into, your uh, into his uh, no, that came long before outerwear that. Yeah. that comes from my stripper days. Oh, okay. <laughs> Has anybody that here story... ever done a keg stand where you're upside uh, down and then? Yeah. Oh hell no! I've never no. done that. Okay, no, well, I, I try never to be upside down. So the Mandy worst has. part of this is my and it bed. wasn't just a couple of years ago; it was a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Last week at a doma event, Mandy was upside down. No. <laughs> no. So no, the worst part recently. of this story is my best friend to get me 
to get me fined for the wedding, which is supposed to be at 11 o'clock in the morning, actually takes me outside of this small, she, she was in New Hampshire, it's a little tiny mill town in northern New Hampshire, and literally props my chin over the curb, mm. over the sewer grate. Oh my goodness. Oh. <laughs> Holding my hair, which was quite long you at had the hair? time. Oh yeah, I had okay. long hair. Okay, Very I gotta long see a hair. picture. We gotta find a picture of that. Yes. That's right. <laughs> um, and all I remember was the retching, and I had to wear sunglasses, not because I couldn't stand the light, but because I had retched so hard, I broke all, all these the blood, blood vessels, vessels in my eyes. Mm. Oh. I was like vampire blood. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> and that, Patty is like, you're not taking those glasses off. If a camera's around, <laughs> you put them on. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Thank God the movie It hadn't come out yet. Yeah. <laughs> the clown calling oh you God. down the drain. Listen, you guys ruined a movie on this show for me a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's right. Oh. Don't ruin another one, okay? okay. <laughs> you ruined what movie E.T. 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 E. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, what was the story behind that? What, what? Well, it was just funny because somebody gave one of the main parts. I've seen E.T. Oh, okay, all right. Somebody gave away one of the main parts, and for people who haven't seen it, they're uh, Somebody as in Ken. Oh, you've never seen no, it? No, I saw No, it. he oh, gave Ken, it away. Yeah, oh, Ken, I gave it away. What did I say? <laughs> I don't remember. Right. I just know I said, yeah, thanks Something for about what happens at the end where you No, think I was talking about shooting that dang alien, okay? Oh, That's what you should do. Or... You want to oh, dissect right, right, right. it, you don't capture it. You shoot it in the head, yeah. then you dissect it. <laughs> yeah, I'm staying away from Joe if I'm it, drinking and passed out. Joe's be like, let's dissect this guy. You think he's a dead. With his sunglasses on. Are we going to talk title companies or what? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, and um, because Mandy does have a great company with Doma, we actually just sent another closing her yeah, way. Thank so, you so much. So uh, thank now, Mandy, tell us so about much. Doma. Tell I, us about. I, I said there's a lot of stupid in realtors. Mm -hmm. Okay, you must see a lot of stupid. So, I mean, you know, that's a touchy subject. <laughs> <laughs> Not if you don't mention any no, names. No, you don't have to mention names. So, you I'll can be... pick a story from three, five years ago. You know, it's funny because we actually had a, a local. Uh, brokerage give us a call a couple years ago and ask us to do a class based on title horror stories and what title companies could not stand about mm -hmm. what real estate agents do so we produced this class we got all the horror stories we could from all the different <laughs> uh, closers it was very successful but I mean you know we have people that do things that it just blows my mind how they even got their license. <laughs> <laughs> They're good test takers. Hence the stupid. I mean, you know, you can learn things from a book, but I really do believe, you know, maybe working with someone that knows what they're doing would probably be helpful <laughs> for a lot of real estate agents. Yes. So it's and it's really, you know, right now it's kinda like let's do everything as fast as we can. I gotta get that money, gotta get that money. Does does People that mean that you probably shouldn't select your hairdressers, cousins, uncles, baby mama <laughs> as as, a, as an agent? You know, you're <laughs> welcome to do whatever you'd like. Okay. Um but I think we had this conversation the last time I was on. Mm. Try not to represent yourself. So let me just put it that way. <laughs> Don't represent yourself. Find someone who is able to represent you <laughs> in a nice way. So tell us one of those. I want to I, the, the title horror stories. I know I have a few, but go ahead. Give us one. Well, we have. Um, I particularly I, I was not involved in this one. So this is a story okay. from, from another so, closer. So this is not necessarily factual. 
Right. This, well, this it, is innuendo. This, no, it's factual. <laughs> oh, okay. There you it go. This wasn't. It just wasn't. Didn't involve her. It well, wasn't me. All legal counsel just go to her. So no. You know what? I think I'm out on that. No, I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you start You're talking about now. legal, I'm out of here. Nobody's watching the show. Dude, I can get out of here if I need to. I'll go under or over. Um. No. Uh, my cousin is watching right now. Okay. That's it. Hi. <laughs> my cousin. Hi, Sherry. Hi, Sherry. horror stories with deeds people like to quit claim deeds on their own mm-hmm. um i don't have anything too very funny what are you writing over there uh, well talking to you uh-huh. i remembered a story from a closing i had that made me think of a customer and i realized i have to it might be much more interesting than my story we just seem to okay Or 60, 70 days. So they're calling me every other day. Well, we need to know. And I'm like, okay, I'm not sure. Some things I can't tell you. <laughs> but if I were you, I would call his broker and ask this. Mm-hmm. I would call his, but, but don't tell them I told you to call him. <clears throat> so we get to the close. This guy shows up. You laugh about Speedos. This guy had a set of Daisy Dukes on that was far too short. The agent or the? The agent. Wow. Like 24 oh years gosh. old, right? <clears throat> the Daisy Dukes, he's wearing a a surfer tank top. You know, one of the big loose ones, right? right? He's got the, the shade. And he's barely washed, unshaven in the flip-flops. Oh, so, my God. wow. So, and he won't shut up. Mm-hmm. Like, they're trying to do, you know, when you're in a closing, you want to let the closing agent yeah. say what they, you maybe have a nice little conversation. When the closing agent starts talking, you shut up, right? Because the closing agent got to do what they got to do. Sure. Mm-hmm. So we get it all closed. My customer, and, and this is back when buyer and seller always closed at the same time. Oh, that, right. never, that never happened. Yeah, that's, that's changed. They don't do that because of privacy laws now. Um, you can still so, do so it. So this guy nobody. is I like... a couple. They got along great. Nobody wants to, but you can still yeah. do it. This guy is talking, and finally his customer looks at him and says, shut up. Joe's been more of an agent than you have. If I could, I'd take <laughs> your commission and give, give it, it to him. You. So I leave, right? Because I'm oh, like, God. okay, I'm not, I don't need to be, I don't want to get in this guy's trouble. So I leave, and I'm talking to the closing agent later. And as before, I used to get paid in, in a wire. So I have to go back in and get my check. And I go back in and get my check, and the closing agent is snickering her butt off. I said, what happened? She said, oh, it got better after you left. I was like, it got better after her, his customer said he wanted to give me his commission? She's like, yeah. We got all done. He took his check and we're sitting the, the his customer sitting there waiting for copies. He took his check and he went to use the restroom. When he came back, it's dripping wet and he says, "I went for a pee and dropped it in the dropped it in the toilet." <laughs> oh. <laughs> Can I have no, some paper towels? No. <laughs> oh crap. <laughs> and of course she says to him, 
throw it away. No, I don't need to touch it. Just throw <laughs> it away. We'll shred it later. <laughs> you know, I'll cut you a new oh one. Oh, my God. It was, and the reason I wrote Vicky's name down is that when I followed up with her a little bit later, she said, oh, my God, Joe, that guy was a horror story. You have all my business yeah, forever awesome. from now on. That's awesome. And, uh, and she's done several homes with me. And, and I had to remember she had asked me for something, and I wanted to write it down so I don't forget. Well, that was a long way to answer my question. What are you writing down? But <laughs> well, you said my story might be better than yours. But I do so. have a good one. So as you were talking, I was sitting here going, "Well, you know, maybe I'll tell that story." So this was not that long ago. Our closing agent sitting in the closing room, waiting a little while. Customers are there, waiting on some documents to show up, and the agent and the the buyers decide they're going to order food to be delivered to the title company. They're going to have some snacks. Sure. So snacks, ask, ask the, ask, <laughs> snacky snacks. Ask the closing agent if she would like something. Of course, she declined. No, I'm I'm fine, thank you. So um, while they're waiting for the food, they finish the closing. Documents came in. Closing gets finished, and um, she thought, "All right, well, we're all set. They'll they'll go right. They'll get their food and go." Oh no, they just <laughs> camped out at the closing table and ate their chicken wings and decided that they would for the have next their, three hours have right? their dinner there. And it was about five o'clock. And she said, "Hey guys, I mean, you know." Oh All taken God. care of. Congratulations. And they just sat there and kept Plenty eating. of love for you. Did snack. they bring alcohol, too? Uh, there was no alcohol. Okay. Thank <laughs> goodness. It's been a long, long night. I thought, wow. I mean, you know, it's getting to the point where we're ordering dinner into the closing rooms now. So. I, I had a closing. I, it's kind of a sad story. I had a closing um, probably eight, nine years ago. And I mean at like 10 o'clock in the morning, the other agent showed up literally falling down drunk i don't know how mm. he drove to it gosh he was falling down drunk Maybe and he ubered there this was before uber oh, <laughs> oh no you could, look look you might be able to get an uber now in claremont but i'll tell you if you're up in lady lake you still can't get Maybe one it a, <laughs> okay. it was a taxi yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he go. was taxi. he was just falling down drunk it is sad i heard a couple of years later that he had passed away and oh. you know it was sad but i thought you know that maybe that was an indication sure when you're showing up to collect a commission check at 10 o'clock in the morning f literally he fell down twice wow. in the title he fell out of his chair supposed to celebrate a closing until <laughs> after you get that <laughs> check listen it takes all kinds to make have you ever said i i was in a closing i was in a closing with a lady um <laughs> the customer and the agent they were both in their 70s they were so high. I mean, you, you could. There was like the eyes were blood red, and you could just smell it. That they had like sat in the car. I wondered if when they opened the thing, you saw the fast times smoke at Ridge Lodge high smoke come out. That's cheech and chong. It was called up and smoke. Up yeah, and smoke. Cheech and chong. Up and smoke. But they they were. They were like you know. So I thought, wow, I kind of like this. These two are mellow. <laughs> you know? This is one of the calmest closings I've ever had. We ought to recommend this down the road. No, my uh, my worst closing was with a couple where the husband wanted to read every oh, single oh, line of worst. every document the put in worst. front of that them. happens a lot, believe it or not. You know, which which wasn't funny. The, the, my funny thing is is I was listing a home, and it was in a very high end exclusive area. Uh, I. I forget the price of the home. It was either seventeen nine or nineteen nine, as in thousands. <laughs> so, oh, something like this. Something like that. So, so I'm I, 
and you only go to the property when it's light out. Mm. So, I, so, so I go to the property, I do the walkthrough, and it's an easy walkthrough. Not because there's no electricity, because it's the only way you feel safe. <laughs> correct, yeah. correct. Yes. So, I'm, so I'm driving back out of, of, of the neighborhood, and I get flagged down by, by a female who wants to position me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a little excitement on my way back, back from this <laughs> listing. And I was like, no, sorry, I got to go right now. You know, maybe we catch up another time. And I flew right out of that neighborhood as quick as I could. That was, it, that was an unbelievable experience. Do you know, that, this that was, is, br- it was brutal. This was up in the Leesburg area, but I had, during the downtime, <laughs> the people who had money, they were buying in those areas because you could get a place you know, real, real cheap. You could rent it out, you know, and I actually have a customer who has this I'm year. Sorry, Joe, can you remind us what real, real cheap is now? Because we don't know. What Back in is. those days, real, real cheap was 100 a month, 400 a month. Okay. Cause now. No, no. Well, and like you could buy table. duplexes and triplexes for like $30,000, $25,000. So if you could get 300 a month for you, you're making some serious sure. money. Sure. So anyways, this customer that I was serving I'm gonna scoot time. real quickly I'll be right back this customer that I was that I was helping um, of course it was it was a drug neighborhood it was like a notorious drug neighborhood like I wouldn't go show show houses during the day we went in to go look at this house and we look at one side it's a duplex we look at one side it's you know tore up because it's a foreclosure and sure. it's on the market and we could hear some I thought it was squirrels hear like you know something up in the attic something next door i thought it was squirrels i'm like okay we're done with this side do you need to see this yeah i'd like to see the other side so i go to open up the other side and i open the door and i get hit in the face with this cloud of crack smoke oh my god there's seven guys sitting Um, realtor, that's okay, guys. You're good to go. We'll get... I turn around to my customer. He's like, well, I want to see it. I'm like, by yourself. Yeah. I'm leaving. Right. I'm out of here. I'm like, dude, you got like an $8,000 watch on. I would not walk in there if I was you. <laughs> yeah, you have Holy to know your cow. So here's, here's the best part of that. Woo, I'm back. I'm okay. showing him several houses in there. And I'm pulling out of there one night. It's dusk. It's like 5, 530. Police pull me over. And like, I'm in a suit. I have the real estate signs in my back. I'm driving an SUV. I mean, it's obvious I've got realtor stuff all over the car. This cop pulls me out, runs the dog around the car. He's got, and it's a main road. Wow. And like this, at the time, Leesburg is a fairly small area. Mm-hmm. I mean, it still is, but this is a main road. And I'm fairly well known in my church, my community. And this cop is like, you know, got me there, the lights on me. And he's oh like, God. well, you're coming out of a drug neighborhood. I'm like, yeah, I got a listing two blocks up. <laughs> All you have to do is send your partner up. Have him walk up there. You can see the yeah. sign with my face on it. <laughs> it's me, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 do you think he pulled you over because you had that giant belt? tiger with the with the head bobbing in the back window the worst part is he says to me he comes back they couldn't find anything and and now i'm getting snarky all right uh-huh. and and like the not you the Jeff. guy searching the code and it was obviously like the 
experienced cop, 15, 16 years on the force, and the new guy. Because mm-hmm. the new guy's like, pulls out his mirror, he's looking under the uh, wheel. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Well, here's the funny part. He never looked in the cargo area. So he searches the entire car. That's where you're keeping everything? <laughs> yeah. <in the> cargo <laughs> area. So I said to him, uh, you, you, you want me to move those signs? We want to open that cargo area? You know, I might have a pound of Coke or a body. in there. <laughs> yeah. or and, and, of course, then the experience goes, you don't need to be like that. I'm like, dude, you've had me standing out here, and it's hot, you know, and I'm in a suit. Right. I'm I'm drenched through on a main road during rush hour. And you say, I've got an attitude. <laughs> so so they walk the they call in the dog. The dog walks around and he actually comes over to me. It's probably the snarkiest I've ever been to a cop. He says to me, You wanna tell us why uh, our dog is alerting at your car? At, at on the passenger side of your car? I'm like you know, I've been clean and sober for about eight years. I said, why don't you ask the, it's your dog, ask him why he alerted. I said, because if he really alerted, I think he'd be tearing that car apart like crazy. Could be so, the cheeseburgers yeah. in, the, in, the, in the door. Why did he alert? I, maybe you squeezed your little control ball. I mean, it's uh, a trained dog, so. I mean, he had to let me go eventually. It was just, I felt bad for the guy, right? Because oh I knew the chief of police at the time, and I—I I mean, I never do this. I, I'm just not a complaint. I don't—I don't complain when I get bad service. Uh, when I get bad service in a restaurant, I'll like call the manager over and tell him I got good service. I don't complain. I'll just yeah, won't do come back. Really? Yeah, do oh yeah, really? yeah. Okay. Well, it's because nobody ever says the good stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But in this instance, I called the chief and I said there was no need to keep. I get it. You look at my plate. You call me up. My record comes up. I get it. But you didn't need to have me there for an hour. You know, you could, anybody with reasonable knowledge, you know, of... knowledge would say, okay, realtor, he says he's a realtor. He's got the briefcase. Realtor signs. He's got the realtor signs. Yeah. He's got the flyers. Oh, yeah, there's a sign with his face on it. Right. Two blocks up. Yeah. I mean, you know, anybody reasonable would have said, well, thank you, sir. You know, right. goodbye. Right. You know, this is a drug neighborhood. No, it completely escaped me. So I was trying to get out of here before it turned dark. <laughs> <laughs> they search a briefcase too. Yeah. yeah. Briefcase yeah, and cash. Search, searched me. Good you know they did. They made, him, me. they made him strip down to his speedo. speedo. Oh, and they yeah. said that's enough. <laughs> yeah. We've seen enough. They said you're welcome to go now, sir. <laughs> and never ever put a speedo on in public again. Even if it's under your suit. And even if it's a mess house in your own pool. <laughs> what is what is your experience? What did you have a All I know is you get the most crazy listings. There's like never a comp. Oh. I'll have to think about it in a minute. Oh, uh, you come think about that. We'll come back to you later. I don't so, think anything out of the ordinary. So what does DOMA title do? So Talk Doma, about DOMA, where you're located, what you guys actually do, what title is, and title insurance, things like that. Yeah, absolutely. So DOMA is actually headquartered in California. Um, I was just there uh, about a month ago, so that was a nice visit for work. We had a sales rally, so that was great. Um, my office is in Claremont. We do have offices around the United States, so um, we also have an office in Maitland. Um, Lakeland, Tampa offices, Miami, West Palm. But what I do is the consulting for the company uh, for the office here in Claremont. So I go around and talk to guys like you all day long, and we eat and we go. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you know, Joe, I haven't talked I'll to you in a while. I'll pray for you. So. <laughs> um, but uh, we do residential and commercial real estate closings. Uh, we can work with investors. Uh, we, like Ken said, we are actually handling a closing for him now, so we appreciate that. Thank you. 
Um, but yeah, so we have a lot of really cool things coming. So Doma has changed. They're trying to change the title industry mm -hmm. with technology. Um, so we have some really cool things coming down the pike. I, I look forward to sharing those with you just as soon as we have them available. Excellent. So yeah, I'm really excited. What's, you know, we, we talk about this kind of thing in real estate all the time. What is the most important thing to title? If, if you're getting ready to sell a house, what, what is the most important thing for somebody to know about title? Well, you know, that's that's a loaded question because... Yeah, I know. That's why I asked it. Yeah. <laughs> you just threw me right on the spot. Yeah. So there are so many important things, but one important thing to know to somebody that's selling their house, not the agent, but to the seller. To well, know. let's say the first thing. What's what's the first thing they should know before? She's trying to tell us. Okay. Honestly. <laughs> I'm going to take that mic away from you. Right, right, now, right now, the first thing that, that you would probably want to know is where is it that you're looking to go? I mean, that's so important, especially with the way the market is. Mm -hmm. Um, also, you know, people are so concerned about what they're going to get for their mm -hmm. home that they're not worried about where they're going to live when they do sell it. They want the most mm -hmm. money they can get for what they've got right now. So find a good real estate agent and know where you're going to go. Those are two very important things. What, I one? know four right in right within two feet of each other. <laughs> <laughs> so those are. Those are we are violating the CDC guidelines? I don't believe so. <laughs> We're related because we're realtors. That's, That's right. right. That's right. I, I believe that. And I'm title. I'm allowed to sit right here. Yeah. So what? Uh, what is Manny's perspective on where the market's going to go? Oh, that's where I pull my crystal ball out and tell you exactly what's going to happen. Right <laughs> there. Um, you know, it's it's funny. Your because gut. My my gut says to me because it's been we've been going through this for two years. Um, I don't foresee any big changes coming. I think that we're going to stay the way we are. I think you're seeing mm -hmm. a lot more builder going on right now. Um, they're not paying much commission from what I understand right now. Mm. The builders. It's dropped. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, I think with the prices, people are still moving in here 1,100 people a day to Florida. Wow. Okay, so I don't foresee that anything's dropping off anytime soon. Mm -hmm. I foresee this market to continue to go, um, in my opinion, at least another couple of years. Mm. Now, again, no crystal ball. So. You know, that's a great statistic. You know what the scary part of that statistic is? What's that? They're only completing about 200 homes a day. Right, but but where are the people going that are selling their homes here in Florida? Because they're not going out of state. Well, that's exactly the point, right. is that there are more people coming in than they're building homes for. I had this conversation with somebody the other day, and he was talking about resales. And I was like, you understand that the new homes today are, are the resales next year. Mm-hmm. That's, mm -hmm. you know, in five years, if we don't build enough homes today and we're already 10 years behind, if we don't build homes today, then in five years, we're still short of homes. Right. You know. Mm -hmm. Well, look, even. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, look at all the places they are building, though. I mean, there's neighborhoods going up everywhere. Mm -hmm. Condos going up everywhere. I mean, those are all places that somebody's going to be able to live. People right now are buying RVs. They sell their house, get the money they can get, buy an RV. And when the market does dip just a little bit then they're going to find somewhere to go those are my smart friends yeah. well even or they even, may not be smart e even <laughs> the you rental never you never know. but even the rental community is it's so tight a market to get rentals um we, we um, lisa and i spent the past week uh, finding my son a rental because he decided to build a new house over in, in trinity lakes and mm -hmm. and there there were like i want to say they were on the mls there were 17 rental properties mm -hmm. between Groveland, Claremont, Mineola, and half of them 
were twenty five hundred yep. a month and more. It's ridiculous. And and as soon as they're hitting, there are applications. Mm-hmm. You know, fortunately, being a realtor and you talk to other realtors when you're trying to get a rental property, you you get preferential treatment. So we were able to to secure a brand new house for Hunter to rent in. Um, where are we? Oh, if you want to say where he's living. No, no, but 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 anyway, you know, reaching out to like. go I, I said to my son i said if you want this house we got to go we got an application now and so we started putting applications in before he even looked at them just so that we were the first in line but he did get somewhere right? yes 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 oh, now you know and, and that's i tell i'm actually helping a customer right now we were looking actually in four corners mm-hmm. which used to be the way if you need to rent a house if you're willing to make the drive mm-hmm. you sure save a little bit of money of course you know nothing under twenty two hundred dollars yeah. Oh, yeah nothing yeah, and that's in the at, quote unquote there too. yeah we looked at one in sawgrass bay that, brand new and it was like twenty. I mean, even Bay. Yeah. Right. In yeah. in those older communities. Right. Right. It's it's typically been a great savings. But nothing under twenty two hundred. Nothing. Yeah. And funny, I went to show one house, and the neighbor across the street comes up. Are you with the companies managing this? I'm like, no. Why? <laughs> well, you got to trim this, and it needs to be painted. It should be pressure washed. And I'm thinking. Oh boy. Well, brother, man, you shouldn't have bought a house in a <laughs> rental neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> but it, here's the thing. Um, these and this gets back to on this show we've talked about it a lot is I believe prices aren't going in while I believe the economy may crash it's not going to affect the prices because of the amount of the amount that's owned by corporations mm-hmm. uh, rental is they're actually There's a lot more of that going on now than there was before. oh they, ever oh yeah ever. Okay. I actually have a customer um, who I'm trying to find help build a house here coming in from texas and he and a few other guys they flip apartment complexes mm. able to flip and he was even telling me it's getting tough because there's so many big corporations buying these places up and they're not flipping them and selling them yeah. they're they're fixing them up and renting them out for premium prices so mm-hmm. you know it, it's it's not just you ha- i have to tell all my rental customers look you're gonna have to spend three or four hundred dollars applying to to be first in line yeah. when these come up. And and that's what the corporate... One of the things corporations have done to, I think, the rental market is there's a business model, uh, that, and many of them charge two, 250 to and they won't even let you see the house until yeah, you apply. Right. If you can't find a house to buy, and when you do, you're not going to spend three or $400. You're going to spend three, four, ten, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars more, even twenty five or sure. thirty than asking price. Right. Well. So, you know, I mean, at you know. what point do you say, I gotta do something, so let's just do it. Mm-hmm. I mean Well it's again you you need a good realtor like the people here. I know, you know, the last few buyers that I've actually put in a house, I found a house off the market. Yeah. So, you know, there's not a question you know, I find somebody interested in selling I bring my customer by. We put that deal together. There's no bidding. Mm-hmm. There's no, and I tell my buyers, look, we're going to go see this house. It's not on the market, but he's not a fool either. Yeah. You know, you're not going to lowball him. You know, we need to offer market price, and this is what I think market price should be. And but the advantage is you don't have to fight now. Uh, two of those buyers were uh, FHA loans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And so when you have somebody that you're bringing to the table that isn't on the open market yet, that concept of competing with, you know, cash investors that are hedge funds, you know, just doesn't enter into the mix. Of course, I always mm-hmm. price my listings to get the most amount, not the most amount, to get the most amount of money, not the most amount of offers. Right. Right. Oh, I just came up with a great marketing piece. <laughs> well, we, we were we were very strict on, on everyone had to have a prequal and you had to email me. And I told realtors up front, no contingencies. I I mean, of course you have your inspections, things like that. And financing. But, and financing, but none of this, well, they have to sell their house. They're not seeing a property. Yeah. You know, so we limited the number of people viewing it. And we had decided that we were not going to bid it mm. out because it, it was priced for a first time home buyer. We're like, yeah. you know what? We well, don't and, want and the first an offer that came in, in was a good offer. And then throughout that weekend, we kept getting backup offers. Yeah, all, all and, weekend. You know, well. We could have done the whole, well, we're taking all offers by Sunday kind of thing. Sure, and sure. It, it could have turned into a bidding war, but we didn't want that. Yeah, yeah, yeah we didn't want that. And and, 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 and and so the, the people buying the house are a young couple. They're, I guess, in their late teens, early early 20s, nice. first-time home buyers. That's so great. It worked them. out good. But, but I will say this, what, when finding a realtor... Or, or a title company, or, or especially a realtor. If you are calling a realtor and don't answer their phone and they don't return your call within an hour, <laughs> find another realtor. Move on. Yeah. Um, I'm working, uh, I'm on the seller side and I'm working with the buyer's agent who works out of Joe's office. And I don't know if I can mention her name. I don't know if it's important. Okay. But... Uh, as long as it's a good story, you can mention. Yeah. It, right? um, so <laughs> the buyer's care. agent is Maria Molina. Oh, Maria, oh, Maria. total pro. Yeah, yeah. And I will tell you what: one of the most professional, on point. Um, we, we've spoken numerous times. We've emailed, just detailed, um, working for her client, diligently, easy to get a hold of, and that makes selling property and buying property so much easier. Mm-hmm. And then, of course. You know, Lisa and I have decided any deals that that we control where the where the title business goes, we just reach out to Mandy, and so we get a little bit, hopefully, better treatment because we're going to the same place over and over, yeah. and all of those types of things, and it's important. So it important, yeah. Absolutely. Um, Relationships you know, are everything in this industry. Yeah, and and that's a great point. Yeah. I I've I've got one. We just got a house under contract last weekend, and we had the the inspection yesterday, and the and it's not. enters in if you have a good realtor i pay attention to who the listing agent is i don't want to just take you into any house right because i can look at the listing agent and say okay those pictures are a true representation of that listing let's go see it but i'm not really looking for secrets here because this is a pro it's lena morris up in the lee Mm -hmm. gary morris realty investments okay by the way if you're watching lena great great job um she had a team. She was out of town for a little bit last week, and we put her in our office. She had a great team. Again, that's back to relationships. Mm-hmm. She had people in her office that was helping watch her business. I'm actually helping watch the business of somebody else in my – and that's the kind of person you want to work with. Mm-hmm. If if other realtors trust them to watch your business, right, yeah. right, to watch – was a little nervous about the inspector coming in without being there. And so it, it was, 
we were able to alleviate their fears mm -hmm. by saying, look, I've been doing this for a long time. Lena's been doing this for a long time. And our inspectors, when home inspections, Jim and Kat Schweitzer, are, are professionals that have been doing this for a while, and they have a whole lot more to worry about you know, getting the inspection done and moving on to the next yeah. one than looking at any of your stuff if they had and that, right. if they had that character, use them. I've used them literally dozens and dozens of times in the last two years alone. And so that's that's actually a great point. It's not just professionals working back and forth. It's all those it's the Mandy deals, mm -hmm. it's the the inspectors. It's if we could be I will tell you the market would be in a much better place. If they let realtors, well, of course, I'd say that, but we got in that jam. I was going to say about appraisers. We need a better system for appraisers. Well, you know, here's the thing with appraisers, though, and this is this is true. Appraisers are getting older, and there aren't any new ones coming in. And pretty soon. Well, it's because they changed the rules. you got to have a four-year degree, and yeah. you've got to apprentice oh, for boy. two years. Well, it just it requires so much now yeah. to be an appraiser. Wow. And these appraisers that we've had for years and years are getting older. It's a lot of work, and it's not a lot of money. And you're not seeing a whole lot of new appraisers coming. No, and it, right. I think probably the fix is, you know, back back in 2004 or five, it was the Wild West. An appraiser didn't have to know anything. They could say, I have an appraisal business. They were pulling comps like I well, was. Yeah, it was yeah. Gonna, you know, not even doing a drive-by. They'd say, yeah. yeah. Not in an hour and a half. And you, right. Yeah, say, yeah, I think go. it's worth that. No, it's worth this. And, mm -hmm. you know, and I mean, today the, the problem we tend to run into is it's a big issue in the appraisal business is they should call an appraiser from the area. Right. Yeah, I, I, I tell I you, every bad appraisal I've gotten yep. is coming from an appraiser that's coming from an hour away. But that's like Lisa said. Mm -hmm. It's all about your referral partner. So, you know, of course, title company has nothing to do with ordering the right. appraisal. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. If you've got the right referral partner team, they should be. you should already know that. That right. should already be mm -hmm. what's happening. Yeah, but it, except the way appraisers are picked is it's, it's done in a one-up system. They join a bank. Like a bank of appraisers, right? So right, yeah. so so it's not. There's the, even the lender doesn't have control. But your bank should include, your... right? But they also can't exclude the guy. You know, the, it's hard to say. Oh, he's a bad appraiser because in his area, he, he be might good. be great. Right. Well, why not we, have an area specific? Well, they do. Well, you got to get the state to change that. Right. That's the state and the federal government is the one that messed that up. You know, um, right. you know, you know what burns my shorts? <clears throat> what I'm chaps a, your ass? Come I'm going to tell you Chili? what burns my shorts. Chili? The mortgage industry. <laughs> the mortgage industry. You know why? Be because you get punished for wanting to be more successful. Mm. You get crucified because you want to be more successful. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll, my son, very successful with Spectrum. Made a lot of money. January 1st, started a brand new company in the same line of work, making substantially more. We reached out to six mortgage companies to see if we could get him a mortgage next year. And five of those six or six of those seven or whatever it was, no, because he needs... One one mortgage company said he needed five years of business tax returns, which is bull. You only have to have two. Yeah. Some said 18 months. And the, the, the last mortgage company that we reached out to was Movement Mortgage, mm -hmm. who works with a builder. Mm -hmm. Lisa's friends with, with, with Jen Miklos. Mm -hmm. okay. Lisa reached out to Jen. And we, we, we told Jen about Hunter's situation. And 
her answer was, no problem. We're going to coach him all year long in how he has to go about reporting income, Mm -hmm. covering expenses, so that when he's ready to close next year, we will have a leg up on lending because we will have guided him. So they just earned a customer for life. For life. Simply because Jen took the initiative and said, you know what? This buyer can't buy today. But the reality is you can't buy today anyway because it's a seven, eight, nine-month build. Yeah. And she said, but you know what? We'll guide him because his historically income is has increased, and so we're good. But but that's a problem in the mortgage business is once you go into business, they say, well, no, you, 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 you can't do this because you don't have income. See, but I see that as the same problem that we have in the real estate industry with realtors. Right? There are just as many people becoming mortgage brokers – Mm-hmm. Maybe not just as many, but they're suffering from the same problem. People think, oh, this is easy. easy right. Look, I know realtors who have become mortgage brokers because they're sick of the realtor side. So sure. they think it's going to be easy. Mm-hmm. People are going to come to them. They're going to, well, you still have a process. And because a lot of people are trying to buy mortgages, I can remember when I would get every day a call from three or four mortgage lenders. Mm-hmm. Oh, please, Joe, bring us your customers. Bring us Give us a try. You know, I haven't had one of those calls. I mean, I've used the same two companies right. for years now, but I haven't had one of for probably six or seven they're years. Too, sure. Well, they're very busy right now. So Right, and, and the, the mistake that they make, you know, it'd be like me not maintaining my old relationships mm-hmm. because... I can find plenty of new business now. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right. And and that's that's just a mistake because it, it's like you had said, the builders are hardly at all paying. You know what? I'm paying very close attention it's to the ones. It's not going to last. That's hmm? the problem. Right. It's not going to last. Right. Well, there so will be a shift. Agents mm-hmm. will, the ones that are new to the business, you know, the majority of them aren't going to last. Right. So when we do see a decline in what we have going mm-hmm. on in our market, be a lot of agents that go with that right, right. So, well and i yeah. think i think that what you're going to see is as as i don't think prices are coming down um i think what we're going to see is a slowing in the rate um i am writing a book by the way called renter nation you can read all about it when i'm done hopefully about six months before it's finished and everybody get a complimentary copy that's yeah. fast get a co- yeah well yeah. i got a coach you know good for you so at any rate i need one of those coaches. <laughs> <laughs> at any rate i As interest rates go up, less individuals are going to be able to afford a house. And we need a shift in the business back to tiny homes. And that's where you're going to lose agents. I think when the interest rates go up, the prices are going to shift down some. I do think that. They're going to have to move one way or another. I think what you're going to see is is a slowing of the increase. A balanced market should be increasing two to three percent every year. You're thinking a level. You're not. I'm not. I'm thinking prices are not coming down. I think that level will come. Many and again, we just talked about investors. These guys aren't slowing down. Right. Not you know because that's big, big. Yeah, because they see how much they can get for rent. So so rents are high. Buying stuff up like crazy. So so rents are high. So investors are buying them, which puts a pressure on the inventory. Mm -hmm. Builders aren't building as many homes as they should be. 
to keep their own profit margins high, which puts pressure on the inventory. Again, mm -hmm. today's new home is next year's resale. Yeah. And because rents are so high, you have an increased demand from the rent from, from the people Mostly because builders can't suddenly start building more. No. And investors aren't going to stop buying because they've absorbed all that extra inventory that would have caused a crash and allowed a lower, a lower price. I think the big shift you're going to see in the market, and, and I, Ken's heard me say this before, the market always adjusts. Mm -hmm. It always fills the need. I think what we need is a shift back to the houses our grandfather's came back from World War II to two bedrooms. Levittown. Yeah, two bedrooms, one bath, one and a half baths, carport, maybe a one-car vacation home. And they'll be, you know, instead of six to an acre, they'll be 10, 11 to an acre. And it, it's designed for retirees and new home buyers. Well, right. you mentioned tiny homes. <clears throat> mm -hmm. I mean, that's becoming a big thing now. And what about people who, you know... Um, just out of college, school teachers, you know, just what are the, how are they supposed to afford to buy it? Well, that's exactly my point. Yeah. Is that at well, some point, corporate America will figure out that there's billions of dollars worth of buy, and it might be as the interest rates go up, there's billions of dollars worth of buyers out there, but they can't tap into the current but $400,000 yeah. home. Right. And yeah. so they'll find a way to tap into it. The biggest hindrance we have to it right now is antiquated thinking in um, in civil governments. You know, the whole idea is we don't want any... I, I, I get crazy with this one. We don't want any more apartments in Claremont because it'll add to the traffic. Look, let me fill you in, brother man. <laughs> that apartment building that has 400 apartments will add some traffic, but so will the three subdivisions right. that are each right. building 600 homes or more yeah. or more let me tell you what the people in the apartment building they got one car mm -hmm. those 1800 homes they got two or three mm -hmm. and those sure. people are going all the way to orlando we have some neighbors that have what at least five cars yeah there's two or three in the the road and then a couple yeah, of somebody drive. Well, when, when you build a six-bedroom house, you're going to have more than two people it's living there. It's a huge yeah. house. I wonder how many cars, cars are at this house. Uh, probably. Well, I, I think, what, what to say? There are, there's a 22-car garage or something, something like that. There's yeah, a 17-space private dock wow. so for your boat. So there's 17 so spaces 17 just for boats. docking boats. Three. You know. We can all have well, our own boat there. Exactly. Too. Ten okay. of your boats hey, and seven of your friends. <laughs> One of the things regarding the rentals, what, what blew my mind in looking at rentals this week mm -hmm. was one uh, one rental required three times the rent in monthly income. Yeah, that's been yeah. standard it's for been a couple standard. of years. I mean, could you imagine 7500 a month, so you've got to make or 90-some-odd thousand dollars a year mm -hmm. to, to rent that to. stupid house. Mm -hmm. Well, do you know, that's that's actually part of the um, homeless problem that we have today. Do you know? Massive. Do, do, one of the big things, and, and working with Brian Broadway at Fine Feed and mm -hmm. Restore, 
fascinating in the housing market because I work with a lot of these housing for all type things. Mm. I'm on the board of Provident Housing Solutions. These are all places that are trying to to get attainable. They call it a lot of things. Attainable housing. I like talking Section 8. Right. And we get the hardest time getting people to to let us develop something. We're not talking the Section 8 welfare homes. We're talking homes for people who make between fifty five and $70,000 a year household right. income. Because a rental is out of out of their reach, right? And and so, what ends up happening a lot of times is a large portion, a surprisingly large percentage of our homeless pop- population, is single moms living in a car, mm-hmm. and it always and some of them are teachers, sure, cops. You know, they're they're not just the waitress who's getting paid minimum wage in a diner mm-hmm. and you know scrabbling well, they don't for even tips. Make I mean. Wage. You know, they're it's a problem. You know, it's not somebody it's it's not when we say waitress, we're not talking somebody who works at Ruth Chris pulling down, you know, 300 a night. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. two, three hundred a night. We're talking about the teacher. Okay, so what ends up happening is um, they're in a relationship. Their household has been designed maybe for the last five years or 10 years based on two incomes and the relationship splits up. Mm hmm. Whether it's the man's children or not, typically the child, the guy beats it, the woman keeps the children, and now she can't afford an apartment because you don't just need three times the rent to qualify to pay the rent. You also need first, last, last and yeah. security. Yeah. Right. So if your rent is twenty two hundred dollars, you need seven Six, grand seven in grand. savings. Bucks, if you're yeah. sitting in a, if you're living in a car. You ain't got seven grand in right. And that's almost a down payment on a... It's almost <laughs> yeah. a down payment. Like a- Do you know, for January for the first time in history, there are three states. It's actually cheaper to... It's actually cheaper to to buy a house than to rent one. For mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. you if you bought a house, you had to pay like a couple hundred bucks over what mm-hmm. your what your rent would be till rents caught up to where your mortgage would be. It's exactly opposite. And those states are Florida. I think it's Florida, Ohio, and uh, Texas. I might be wrong about Ohio. I'm sure about well, Florida Well, interest rates Texas. are lower, even though prices are higher. Um, but because the rate of rent went up, Right. And that's Absolutely. the problem we have in the mortgage yeah. business. It's been easy. It's been easy. You know, and so they can be picky. Well, be picky, but, you know, I'm going to work with the people that helped me out when I needed to help other people. Right. Not the guy that... I actually said this to a, to a, a mortgage person the other day, and they were like, well, you know... If you brought me a paper, there'd be no problem. I was like, anybody can write a paper. <laughs> you know, I'm not even a mortgage broker. I'm pretty sure I could find somebody for a paper to do a private mortgage if I had to. Sure, you sure. Know? I mean, I need you to write the guy who's never missed a rent payment mm-hmm. in his entire, has never even been late. I had a customer sure. who qualified for everything except they were right on the edge of debt to income ratio. And I said, this is absolutely nuts. This guy hasn't hasn't been late for a rent payment in 15 years. Debt to income is is an utter farce. It is. Because every single, uh, well, almost every single home buyer 
the, the day after they close on their home, they buy a new vehicle, yep. they buy new furniture for yep. their home, mm-hmm. and they buy any additional things that they can on credit. It's a farce, and you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. If somebody has had excellent rental history, that needs to be reported to the credit agencies, and that should be ex- more valuable than debt to income or anything else. Mm-hmm. The ability to pay the rent on time because people are going to pay their housing before they pay for their boat, their second car, their motorcycle, their vacations. Yep. They're going to pay for the, the roof over their head first. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem because the mortgage business operates in the 19th and 20th century. And we have to move ahead. Do you know? Do you know what's really funny? But I get angry with that stuff. I'll tell you. In the nineteenth really and twentieth century, mortgage mortgages were not controlled by national agencies. They were controlled by local agencies, regional banks. There was, you know, I was talking to to a, an older gentleman, and he told me his first two mortgages, one on his business, one on his house. He knew the guy, and the guy knew him. And and when it came time to qualify, the guy spent an hour calling his local references. Sure. Is he a man of good character? Of course. Does he pay his bills? It didn't matter what he owed in debt. That's right. You know, it didn't matter what his credit card statement said because the banker could call and say, okay, Jim, well, you need to work on this. You probably need to lower your debt, but we're going to give you the mortgage. Of course. We're a long ways away from where we were in 2004, 5, and 6, where it was like, Oh, oh stated income. Yeah. Or, yeah, you make $90,000 yeah. a year? Awesome, dude. Go get $320,000 120% of the market value. We'll yeah. give it to you. That's right. That's Which right. is why I don't think we're going to see a crash right. at all. And I mean, You had a lot of stated say, income. You had if, a lot of adjustable rate yeah. mortgages. God and, forbid, I mean, Soviet Union sends a nuclear bomb to Iowa. You might see a crash in the market, right? right? But... But barring, and I think you'll see regional crashes, you know, places that depend on one industry uh, have have a very good chance of, I mean, we saw it in Detroit. Um, it was really funny in the last crash. There was no reason for the Florida market to be, mm-hmm. to, Florida actually led the nation in foreclosures. And, and I used to hate when people would say that, like, this was the place that was really bad. <laughs> I was like, we also led the nation in second and third homes. Right. All of our foreclosures aren't people who live here. Mm-hmm. They're people who live somewhere else. Yeah. Right. And let's face it, if you got two homes... And your business gets cut in half. Mm-hmm. You're going to keep the mortgage payment on the one you live in. That's right. Vacation out That's is right. going south. That's true. On that note, we we just we've been over an hour. We're <laughs> cruising right along, and we're going to take a minute to do our marketing minute. Yes, we didn't warn you about this. It's a marketing right. minute. We'll let but you go last. You can go last. So see how it's yeah. done. Okay. So real quickly, um, as you know, I'm Ken Rose with Minuteman Press. We print, promote, and Get stuff to you, and and on a very exciting note, I won the lottery. I found out that there is paperback in Florida that's being delivered tomorrow, so I've got paperback on the floor, thank God. But Minuteman (laughs) Press, we design, print, and promote you. I am Joe Carlisle, representing Remax Titanium, among other things. Um, my marketing minute is, I was actually writing this down here, and you've heard me talk about this. You need to hire a realtor with strategies to overcome the challenges in today's market. When I'm looking for a buyer, I'm trying to find a house, not just the ones that are on the MLS, which might fit fine, but I find neighborhoods and then try to call and find a house that's not on the market so you don't have to fight with a bidding war. And 
if you're listing your house, I just wrote this down. You need to price your house to get the most money, not to get the most offers. And they're two completely different things. If your house gets 20 offers in the first 10 hours, it's grossly underpriced. Now, frankly, 1% of $50,000, 1500 bucks to me, right? Is that what that works out to? About 1500 bucks. You know, that's, that's my mortgage. That's gone that quick. It doesesn't really matter that much to me. But $50,000 matters a whole lot to you. Yeah. Don't leave it on the table because somebody tells you that they can get 100 offers. Any squirrel can find an acorn when they're running through a field of acorns. <laughs> Anyways, that's my marketing minute. All right. And I think I've ever had. All right, so my marketing minute, my specials of the week. <laughs> Since we're talking about real estate and mortgage, there's some items that would be... Super cool, uh, very affordable. These are house jar openers. Remember, oh, we were discussing yeah. Yes. I yes. personally have one. <laughs> Crazy. Hang on, we've got a troublemaker enter in the house. That's there. a Seacoast Bank one, and oh. I, I actually use it all the time. So, this is a great idea if uh, you want something affordable to hand out. Um, they are 98 cents a piece for a minimum of 300 of them. Those are awesome. Yeah, that's a good deal. Yeah, that's a pretty cool thing. That's and good and deal. Uh, full color, you have to add, uh, it doesn't say on here. I think it's $1.25 per item if you want full color like this. Yes. I literally tore my hand open trying to open a <laughs> bottle of like Diet Coke the other day. <laughs> really? And I wish I would have had one of those jar openers. See? <laughs> what else you got? And this is a mouse pad. It's a house-shaped die something. Oh, we like the mouse pad. I like that. And this does come in full color. Is uh, that the size or is the mouse pad bigger than the mouse? Um, Let's see. Five, <laughs> five inches wide by five inches high. All right. So it's about the size of a mouse <laughs> approximately. Yeah, the mouse. It's, it's more like a rat. So, so the mouse has been digitally imprinted. Yes, this. yes, that's it's not correct. actually a mouse. Good. Correct. These are dollar twenty-five a piece for a minimum of two hundred fifty. Great marketing this tools for how much is that full color? Full color. What is, what is that one? Is full color. Great for real estate, title, mortgage. Yeah, all that stuff. They're house shaped, awesome. so they're super cool. Home inspectors and so on. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Marketing all minute. Right, back to Mandy. Mandy, Marketing now, Minute. Marketing Minute is obviously a shameless plug. You can plug anything <laughs> you want. No shame, no judgment, no foul. Go ahead. So my Marketing Minute is, of course, I'm Mandy Deal. I'm so glad that you guys invited me to be here today. I'm with DOMA. Thank you all for having me. Um, but, you know, like I said earlier, we specialize in residential and commercial real estate closings. But what some people probably don't tell you is their companies aren't like ours. So we are customer obsessed. We like to treat our customers like we treat our families. So if you're looking for good customer service, and I never say send me one, send me three. Okay, the first one, we're gonna do some work for you. The second one, you're gonna start understanding how we do. The third one, you're gonna say, man, I love these guys. <laughs> and that's when we become a family. So Mandy Deal, Doma Title, thanks guys for having me. Sweet, well on that note, we will see you next week on the Joe Knows Show. Joe, you got anything to add? Just want to say thanks for coming.